0: Everyone loves wearing cotton, and one reason the United States cotton industry is competitive worldwide is the work of my next guest. A long-serving scientist at the Agricultural Research Service, Johnny Jenkins is one of this year's Presidential Rank Award winners in the category of Distinguished Professional, and he joins me now. Mr. Jenkins, good to have you on. Thank you. First of all, let's start with how long you have worked at the Agricultural Research Service. What year did you join there?
1: I joined the ARS in 1961 so in July 1 of 2019, it will be 58 years.
0: Wow. Well, I was in first grade when you started, so congratulations on a very long and distinguished career. Uh And uh, what keeps you going after 58 years?
1: What keeps me going is uh, I enjoy what I'm doing in research, and I think we're doing some things that are helping the American people.
0: Now, one of the things that you are credited with for a a number of years ago was work that led to the eradication of the boll weevil, and uh, that's a term you don't hear much in the modern vernacular.
1: Some of our young farmers today have never seen a boll weevil. At one time, this was a major scourge in the entire U.S. cotton production industry, but uh, through concerted efforts of ARS state scientists and uh, the the, uh, growers themselves, we were successfully able to eradicate the boll weevil. I played a small part in that.
0: But it wasn't f- through poison. It was through genetic engineering. I mean, how did it happen?
1: We were we started to do laboratory uh, in 1961, ARS did, to develop technology to eradicate the boll weevil. After about 10 to 12 years, we had developed a number of techniques that could be used. Uh, we did a couple of pilot tests, and uh, at the end of these, the... A protocol was developed to eradicate using uh, pheromone traps, which lure the insects in and give you an idea of how many are in the field, and then using uh, insecticides very judiciously, and particularly in the fall of the year before the weevils go into hibernation. And uh, over a period of time, we were able to eradicate the boll weevil. It's gone from the U.S. except for a buffer zone in South Texas now.
0: A buffer zone?
1: Buffer zone, that means that along the Rio Grande Valley, we continue to monitor very carefully and to
0: uh,
1: carry out what we'll call an eradication program each year there to prevent the weaver from moving back from Mexico into the United States.
0: Sure. And uh, other work you did had to do with the cotton seeds themselves to make them more robust and resilient. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: We've been working for um, a number of years to develop traits that are resistant to various pests, and uh, insects and nematodes and to provide these to the commercial industry to develop varieties for the farmers to grow we've been successful in uh, getting uh, resistance to uh, nematodes that are very is very functional today the bollworm was the major pest that was a, a problem in cotton after we eradicated the boll weevil and the biotech industry had developed some means of moving genes from bacteria into plants. And because we were working in this area of uh, plant genetics and, and cotton and looking for resistance to worms, they came and asked us to work with them to develop the protocols for testing their new BT products. So we worked with the industry. All the industries are working at this time with EPA and with uh, USDA and we developed the protocols to uh, use the uh, transgenic genes in the cotton and to uh, make varieties out of these that would solve the bollworm problem. So then we had the boll weevil eradicated. We had bollworm uh, resistance through uh, the Bt genes. And the next thing we looked at was uh, what about lycus bug, which is going to be a major problem, and nematodes, which are major problems in cotton. So as the as we get newer and better varieties and get insects that we've and nematodes that we've worked with that no longer have problems because we've developed resistance to them and put it into varieties, then we continue to look ahead and see what's the next problem that's going to be arising. When you're growing a crop and you solve one problem, there's always some other problems that occur. Sure. So that's what keeps me going is looking at what can we do to help the American producer.
0: And in recent years, there has been so much advance in genetics and the ability to map genes and genomes and so forth. How has that affected the way you do science?
1: It's been a major improvement. When I was in graduate school in the 1950s, the things that we're doing today, we were dreaming about doing. We thought they were possible, but we didn't know how to do them. And since that time, uh, we've now learned how to do these things. One of the major advances in uh, genetics that's been very helpful in breeding programs in all crops is to find molecular markers. We now can find a DNA tag for any particular gene that we have that we need to put into a plant and then we can use this genetic tag to determine when the gene is present in the plant when it's not present in the plant. And so this has been very successful, particularly with the nematode resistance. Uh, this has been a, a major breakthrough that is being used now by commercial industry.
0: We're speaking with Johnny Jenkins. He's Supervisory Research Geneticist at the Agricultural Research Service and a winner of this year's Presidential Rank Award for Distinguished Professional. And it's not your first Presidential Rank Award, we should point out. And it seems to be a theme through your career is collaboration and mentoring. And I guess maybe science is not really a lonely pursuit, is it?
1: Well, I learned a long time ago that uh, it's better to cooperate with people than to fight with people. And by cooperation, you get a lot more done. You put two people together, let them cooperate on a project, you get a net result of about four, not a net result of two, because they feed on one another. The ideas are are uh, uh, productive this way, and uh, it's been very uh, rewarding in my career to work with a number of people. I've published manuscripts with over 200 scientists. I've trained uh, about 75 graduate students. These graduate students have gone on to make major contributions in agriculture far beyond what I'm able to make. And so it's just a great reward to work with people.
0: And how has federal service itself been? How have you seen it changed? And would you recommend someone enter federal service at this point, 57 years on?
1: Fifty-seven years after I began to work for the agency, I still believe it's the best research agency in the world, and so I do recommend people to work with ARS. Uh, it's a great uh, research agency. We are problem solvers, and we've solved a lot of great problems for the American public, not just the farmers, but for the American public.
0: And that's a point that you make: the farmers and the producers and the growers. It sounds like even though you are in the federal government, there's a lot of contact with the people who who's, uh, are affected by the work that you do, namely the people with dirt under their fingernails.
1: Yes. Uh, we try to stay in contact with the the needs of the American, I guess we'd say the American citizens. Now, particularly, we work through the farmers. But just yesterday, I finished uh, attending a three-day short course where we had over 800 farmers from Mississippi and uh, Alabama and and Arkansas into Mississippi State University to learn some of the latest things that we've uh, done in research. We have this conference every year. The Extension Service is the leader in this, and uh, I always attend these conferences and visit with a lot of farmers and producers there.
0: Sounds like you have no plans to retire at this point.
1: At this point, uh, I'm happy with what I'm doing. Retirement, I guess, is always an option. I could have retired about 30 years ago, but now I look back and say, gee, what would I have really missed if I would retired 30 years ago? Uh, A lot of discoveries have been made and uh, a lot of fun I've had over the last uh, 30 years after I could have retired. So I've really had almost two careers lengthwise with ARS. That's been a lot of fun. It's been very productive. I think the the work that we've done has made a major contribution to the environment and to the American consumer,
0: Johnny Jenkins is supervisory research geneticist at the Agricultural Research Service and winner of one of this year's Presidential Rank Awards for distinguished professionals. Thanks so much for joining me.
1: Thanks for talking with
0: me. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com dot com slash federal drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.